We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's quarter number four. That means we have Andrew P. Shea back. And it also means we got to announce our winner, Andy, from the Ask Ross segment. And that is Steve from Chicago. Steve probably doesn't even remember when he sent in the question. I went, went back into the files, went back to some of the questions from long ago that we just never got to. And we came up with Steve's question. And Steve's the winner. We'll be getting in touch with you, Steve, about your KSN polo. All right, Andy. A week ago... We started our two-part series, kind of our pre-spring practice roster evaluation. We took care of the offense last week. Let's take a look at the defense this week, and let's work our way from inside out. Let's start with the defensive line. Interesting, a a lot of uh, graduation or moving on to the next level. Uh, the defensive ends are gone. Jesse Lucada and Arnold Ibikidi. Uh Tangelo is gone from the tackles. Where we do have, I'll call a guy coming back, P.J. Mustafer coming back at defensive tackle, coming off an injury. And we've got Adisa Isaac, who missed all of last season at defensive end, making his comeback. So let's start with those two guys, Andy. You got a couple guys coming off injury. What's your expectation? So when it comes to the defensive line, I'm going to go inside the inside. I'm going to go with the guys in the tackle position. Is I'm not that I don't have much concern, and I'm going to start there. Then I'll talk about the ends where I do have a lot of concern, and the fact when it comes to the defensive ends, the fact Penn State's looking into the transfer portal makes absolutely perfect sense to me. But in terms of the defensive line, it, it starts with the aforementioned, you said it, P.J. Mustafer coming back off the injury. How well does he come back? And he lost more the half than half the season, and he was an impact player. But the honest gosh truth is, didn't you expect more of a drop-off on the interior of that defensive line? Maybe just even a little more than... I didn't really see a massive drop-off. I saw a defensive line that held its own. Yes, Derek Tangelo played extremely well after you lost Mustafer, who is a clear impact player. So that tells me that Kazai Izzard and Devon Ellis, they were the sort of second-tier guys that moved into the into a more prominent role in their rotation when Mustafer went down. They did their job. And I think you add Mustafer back in with those two, I think you have a good uh, trio there in the middle. I, I'm looking for one or two other guys that that need to emerge as sort of the fourth and fifth guys, and I think they have some candidates. I'm not willing to name any yet because I think if you start with a solid trio of three, you can find those. It was like sort of last year, Izzard, Kaziah Izzard, and Devon Ellis were sort of the guys behind Mustafer and Tangelo. Well, we were going to learn about them. I think they'll find two guys like that. When it comes to the ends, Man, I'm really worried about this position. It's Nick Tarburton, Smith Vilbert, Adisa Isaac coming off on injury like you mentioned. I just I just don't see that as a competitive in, you know, part of the defensive line 
right now with what I know and have seen from that. I, I know you're keen on seeing what redshirt sophomore Zariah Fisher can do, and I am too, but I need to see it. And I think don't put too much, it's just my opinion, don't put too much uh, emphasis on incoming flash recruit Danny Dennis Sutton. Just don't expect it. The position's too difficult to make the jump at to say this could be a guy that could step in right away. Maybe in a limited role or in some capacity, but overall, I just think it's dangerous to put that expectation on him. Andy, I don't know any true freshman. It's hard to put too much expectation on them. However, however, with that said, I'm going to do it anyway. I, I think we're going to see Danny Dennis Sutton on the field. I think he's going to be a factor in the defensive end rotation. I, I, I just do. And I also, let's go back to the defensive tackle for a second. I will name a couple names. And I'm actually going to quote somebody else. Our good friend Audrey Snyder at The Athletic, she she had a wonderful interview where, uh, you know, the former strength coach, Dwight Galt, she interviewed him and she asked him the question of what are some of the players still in the program who you think might be part of that next wave of freakish athletes? And the two names he mentioned were tackles, Fatorma Mulba, and Jordan Vandenberg, which is kind of interesting names. And for him to, you know, looking at the whole roster to single those two names out, it'll be interesting to see if either one of those two makes that next step, Andy. Hopefully that's the case. And I think you also rightfully pointed out, though, when we're seeing the news of who are they looking for in the portal, we're hearing about defensive ends. We're not hearing about tackles, so that's that's an indicator. Now, if you want to talk, though, where they should go into the portal, at least according to Jim, I think they should be looking for a linebacker. What's your take on that group? So I could understand if they are, but I am also think you learn by a little bit by what they're not doing. And something tells me that heading into, you know, when spring practice starts later in March, I think they're comfortable and confident with what they have with this group. I know on the surface it does not look good, right? It's Curtis Jacob. He's your new alpha dog. You know, Tyler Elsden, he played 12 games last season. There's something to that. Maybe they seem, they have, they, they seem to like him a lot. Then you go, you got Charlie Catcher. And then you got a couple of redshirt freshmen, which I think the redshirt freshmen, uh, you're talking about Kobe King and Jamari Budden, those two redshirt freshmen, I think they're the ones that sort of tip the scale to keep them from making this a position hunt for a transfer portal candidate. they're They're talking about a role for Jonathan Sutherland as a linebacker, but that's limited at best. they, they you're you're right. Jim, according to Jim, they lack experience and a known splash player beyond Jacobs. And Jacobs, in a full-time role, we're still not sure what that looks like, but I think it's going to look pretty good. So it tells you to look in the transfer portal, but it tells me they're comfortable and confident in this group, and they're going to roll with it. Well, it tells me either you're right that they're very confident in the players they have, or they just haven't been able to identify a really good fit at linebacker in the portal, and it, it could go either way. The reason why I kind of lean towards the latter is 
last year at linebacker, they had the three starters, and there was such a lack of depth that if somebody was out, Ellis Brooks was out, I think, on a targeting issue, they went to a defensive end, Jesse Lucada, and put him back there at linebacker. Now the talk is, well, we'll bring Jonathan Sutherland from you know being a safety to being a linebacker. And these young guys that you mentioned, the, the true freshmen last year, uh, Budden and King, they did not burn their red shirts. You know, even though they had a, even though they had a lack of depth there at linebacker, you didn't see them those two players play beyond the four games. So that's what makes me leery at that position, Andy. So the two redshirt freshmen who did not get their redshirt burned last year are the reason that I have the optimism that they're comfortable with what they have and are not looking into the transfer portal with much uh, veracity. They're not going after it hard. So we're on different sides, but we think it still comes down to the same two players, kind of. It's the young guys. And do they think they're good enough? And you haven't seen enough to say, uh, I don't know. And I'm thinking, I think they're comfortable enough to roll with it. Interesting. We, we shall see. And as you said, Elsden played in games. Charlie Ketcher played in games. But, you know, are you confident of those guys? Again, remember, they went to safety. They went to defensive end when they were looking for depth at that position. One area where I think they're in pretty good shape, Andy, just like last year, is the defensive backs. You know, let's start at cornerback. Yep. Um, Joey Porter and, you know, Kalen King. Is that where we're starting with, that cornerback there? I, I think so. I think you have to include – I mean, Joey Porter's elite, right? There's no other way to put it. I, there's a role for Daquan Hardy at the corner or whatever, third defensive back. That guy's got to play because he got better and better as the year went on. And in my mind, he's sort of approaching elite at his his job. Kalen King is the is the elite recruit that everyone's talking about. Don't forget about transfer Johnny Dixon, right? Don't forget that name. That's a good sort of safety net. And I think he's going to compete for snaps. I really do. And there's one name hanging out there, quarterback, I want to throw at you. Just I just want to throw it at you. It's Marquise Wilson. Don't forget, Jimmy, in 2019 and 2020, he played 19 games. He played both receiver and corner a little bit last year, but he's back, and it wasn't all that great at times, and then it was really, really good at times. It was like feast or famine with him in 19 and 20, but he's an experienced corner, so he's now settled back on defense, and... He's an option. That only helps your corners. Well, you mentioned Daquan Hardy, and I, I think he's carved out exactly where he should be as that slot guy. He's, in my mind, he's a starter, and he's the starter at slot yep. cornerback. And Kalen King is probably the guy who's going to pair up with Joey Porter. And this is a place where I think they are comfortable enough. It was interesting they moved this spring apparently Zachy Wheatley, to, uh, who's a redshirt freshman, from cornerback to safety. And I think that's an indication that cornerback's in good shape. And at safety, though, I think they're also in pretty good shape. 
just having Jair Brown back yep. as the foundation, the question is, who are you going to pair him with? Yeah, who do you pair with a guy who played himself into elite, beside an elite guy? I mean, every three or four games, Jair raised the bar in my book. But you've got Keaton Ellis who made the position switch last year, right? That's one. Zaki Wheatley just made the position switch more recently. You you lost some guys in the transfer portal, like um, four-star recruit Enzo Jennings. I like Jalen Reed a lot. Uh, he appeared in eight games sparingly last year as a true freshman. He's a four-star out of Detroit. He's a multi-sport athlete. You know me and those guys who are versatile athletic players that play in space like safety. So he's six foot two, 210 pounds. I think he competes for major snaps. I think it's amongst two guys. I think it's really two guys. I think it's Keaton Ellis, and I think it's Jalen Reed for the other spot beside Jair Brown, and then you go for your depth beyond that. And it's interesting. We were hearing all this talk about Jonathan Sutherland, that linebacker, in their spring roster. They do have him listed as safety. Again, not sure how much to take from that, Andy, whether he'll – as you said, he'll probably be playing a little bit of that hybrid linebacker slash safety position. Andy, that is it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.